Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery. This is episode six. We are the second to last episode for the year, and、uh, this is your host Frank. And I'm Collins, and I'm here to talk about all pen stuff for the holiday season. Alrighty. So today,、uh, I think we are gonna have a, a little bit、uh, different than a. Different topic than the typical stationary focus. Well, it's still stationary focus, but instead of less of our personal taste, what we thought,、uh, it's gonna cover more about gifting or stuff that you can probably buy right now, today, tomorrow, <laughs> and、mm-hmm. hopefully still make it to Christmas. Yeah. If not, I guess you just had to buy it and give it a late Christmas gift for yourself or someone special. I think if you buy from like, I think if you buy from like Goulet pens or Jet pens, you might still be okay and getting it shipped on time. Maybe. I think Goulet has a、uh, warning of deadlines,、mm-hmm. and、uh, I think we are approaching that deadline now. Maybe we even passed. I think Penchley said that deadlines today or something like that. So yeah, I'm not sure.、Um, this episode is a little bit late, but it's okay. I mean, we aim for、uh, Christmas and New Year gift anyway, so here we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. First of all, I think、uh, it's、um, for within most people's gift range,、uh, just gift under fifty dollars. Yeah, and most people would tend to gift under twenty dollars, like twenty five and under too. So we're we're stretching a little bit for fifty dollar for the fifty to under gifts under fifty dollars, but you know. I mean, yeah, but like twenty dollar gift for fountain pen, that you, and re- I, I got feeling you can't really buy that much. Yeah, you're you're pretty limited with with twenty dollars, but you you can do it. It's possible. It's very limited, though. Yeah. So yeah, so、uh, so Frank, what's on your gifts under fifty dollars? Well,、uh, my first recommendation would actually be pen BBS pens. And、um, they are definitely a Chinese focus. They, I believe they are like a Chinese chat focus where it started,、mm-hmm. and、uh, they sell on Etsy. I do not believe they have an official store, like an official website anywhere for the, anywhere outside of USA,、mm-hmm. outside of China. I mean, yeah. And、uh, but being a, they are definitely fountain pen enthusiast. And at the same time,、um, they are located in China, so I guess that gives them a big advantage for manufacturing pricing and the、uh, coordination between manufacturers. So、yeah. they are just popping out different models and、uh, different color material like crazy. Yeah, in terms of like a、uh, an under a gift under fifty dollars, like Pen BBS isn't often isn't often.、Um, Isn't often a pick for like the 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 other podcasts and YouTubers, but like in, in terms of like what you get for Pen BBS, like you get a lot of pen for pretty cheap prices. I think、um, maybe some there's some sentiment of trying to support local pen maker, but at the same time, their price range is uh is is much lower. Then if you say buy America or buy Euro and stuff like that, so for people shopping in those price range, I think Pen BBS is a really good pick. And、uh, in my opinion,、um, I know there is some small quality control issue at the very beginning of the year. And nowadays, I've I, I mean I bought 
maybe like eight pens from them nowadays. They they. Whoa. None of them can. Whoa, wait a minute. Them. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. How many pens do you have from Pen BBS? Eight. I did not know your pen collection grew this much. Uh, no, this is they, they are bought for gifting. I just had to test it out before I gifted it away. Oh, okay, okay. I, these eight pens you bought as gifts, like actually for gifts, not like. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm personally using two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have all of them for myself, and uh, it's just I bought them and uh, gifted them out. Okay, that so, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and I mean. Their, their nib is a very, very dry media nib, which, I mean, if you don't, if you have, you don't, if you want to use for general writing purposes, it works servicely, it works perfectly fine. Yeah. I have not got a nib that doesn't work so far. I mean, if you want nib variety, that's probably not for you. But if you want to just test something out to see what kind of shape of pen you like, because they, admittedly, they copied the, um, the shape of a lot of the known pen out there. So. Yeah, I've seen some like some pen shapes that seemed like um, I forgot the brand name, but um, it's it's one of the more popular um, uh, uh, Japanese Irushi pen shape and design. It looks just like it, except that it's like acrylic or like yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah like a fragmented acrylic. That's yeah. It it was like thing. an it was like an octagonal twist um, shape. That like, is the um. That was Nakaya. Yeah, Naka, Nakaya pens. Something. The, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm the twist hexagon shape. Yeah, they have those. So I mean, I think it's a very good entry. If you want to buy it for yourself, you want to buy it for your friends. I mean, they are very colorful. Okay, so you can give it to like pick a person's favorite color, and uh, set it as a gift. You can probably find something that fits their color. <laughs> Yeah, and I I bought the, you you showed me one of theirs their snowflake uh pen nib the the nib itself has like a an etched snowflake design which is really pretty um and the pen acrylic um body like is really nice. It, like a pen like that I would have expected at the time to cost somewhere around $100, but it was only like 20 25. Yeah, and uh, at the same time, they have a different filling mechanism. Granted, some of them have a little bit issues. Um, but if you don't go for the fancy one, I think their piston so far works. Uh, not the piston, they're just a normal cartridge one. They they all work perfectly fine. Yeah, and I so, love cartridge, uh, the converters, so. Yeah, so I mean, for one of my recommendations, just pen BBS pens. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of options, a lot of different filling mechanisms, color, shape, sizes. And you, you go go wild and still probably want to break your bank for your gift. Yeah. Totally agree. All right. So now for Collins. So I have a much more traditional uh, recommendation, and it's only because... I've personally gifted these pens out myself. Um, I've gifted like three or four of them. They're the Lamy Safari, like very traditional. It's a staple pen. Like if you if you want to give someone a fountain pen, at least from my perspective, if you want to give someone a fountain pen, um, and they get into the fountain pen hobby, if they if you don't give them a Safari, they're gonna go out and buy a Safari anyways. Eventually, at least 
that's what i would think because it's such a um iconic pen it's such a a, a beautifully well-designed pen um it's uh, and switching out the nib is way easier i can't switch out the nib on my pen bbs pen very easily <laughs> I'm not even sure if I should because that thing doesn't come out. But the it, it feels as well shut. Yeah, I'll be completely honest. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to remove that one. But for the Lamy pens, like you can swap them with anything, or like you can swap them with any Lamy designated um, pen nib. And so um, it, it's really easy to get into the hobby with it. So, and it comes in a variety of colors. You, if they like green, get them a green pen. If they like red, get them the red pen. If they like multiple colors, get them all of them. You know, there's a lot of options year per year, right? Yeah, I've 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 sadly bought into those. (laughs) I have all of the uh, I have all of the uh, um, uh, macaron colored ones, the pastel ones. Yeah. Are you still collecting them? No, I've stopped. I I feel like I've come. I've come to like a good satisfaction with the colors that I have. Okay. Okay. Okay, so next one for on my uh, recommendation list. Um, I actually went a little bit non-traditional mm-hmm. for this one. Yeah. And it is uh, not fountain pen, technically. And you know, you know recommend... what our podcast is called, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. But it's just, we've, been, we've been talking about fountain pen so far. But I'm honestly, kidding. on this one, I can recommend the Fisher Space Pen, mm-hmm. especially the uh, raw brass version. They had the I, I mean, and they are going with the current market. They actually label antimicrobial raw brass mm-hmm. because they did decide not to code it. Yep, and it's cheaper for them as well. And uh, well, I as a lot of you probably already know by now, brass is a uh, naturally antimicrobial. They patina pretty well. They turn their own color. Depends on your hand, your your hands of chemistry. Yep. And uh, well, the only issue is it leaves like a metallic smell on your hand. But regardless, uh, for the current time, I think uh, having a raw brass bullet pen or a pen to with you carry everywhere is is a pretty pretty good and pretty safe bet if you are going around having to sign checks and uh, for example, if you pick up something and have to sign your credit card off. I some store still doesn't do the clean and the dirty pen yep. swapping thing, so it's good to have your own pen that you can just write on any services. So Frank, did you know that I have this pen? No, <laughs> I actually have a raw brass one. I do. I do have this pen. Oh, yeah. I've had it for a while now. <laughs> yeah, so, I did not know that. Yeah, I, I, I just. Uh, I have. I. I, I sorry. I have this pen yeah, no, and I ahead. have another uh, space pen as well, just because I kind of got into like the aesthetics of it and the look of it and the usability of it being able to, you know, it, it folds in really, or like it caps really tiny so you can fit into your pocket. Um, it's a really good uh, like everyday carry pen. Yeah, I think I have a black one that I lost at the hotel. It just <laughs> kind of, it dropped and just rolled and disappeared into, oh, no. into the, uh, I don't know. Awesome, fell Ben in the hotel somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've been meaning to get a replacement, and I think the raw brass version is going to be my replacement probably right now, actually, after, <laughs> after <laughs> this, I'll probably pick one up because I do need a uh, pen that I, can, that, I have, that I can carry everywhere. So what I so. also did was I didn't only just buy the, the 
brass pen although i do have to find it. i'm not quite sure where it is but i also bought it you can buy a um a a pen clip attachment to it as well so you can clip it onto your pants or something um i, I think that was yeah, worthy I, yeah I, yeah it's probably worth it if you tend to lose your pen from yeah. time to time and uh a pen it, if i have a pen clip my pen probably wouldn't roll away yeah <laughs> in the hotel you got it, it just went free rolling somewhere oh man i was kind of disappointed because i had a pen for like five six years and it's a good it pen. Just they're good pens yeah i the will say though there are two there yeah. are two negatives of the the um this pen specifically um oh? you, uh well i think one aesthetically if you're a person that likes things clean and um spotless you this pen will discolor over time because that's the nature of the raw brass material it will discolor it will show brazing but that's a part of the experience of owning the pen of it showing the history and the the over time have, getting the the outsides oxidized and stuff yeah and it does yeah, smell I mean, yeah it's, it's it's the nature of owning a brass pen basically and copper pen too i think it does copper smell. even yeah it does smell it, it definitely does smell. Yeah. <laughs> I look at Amazon right now. It says arrive before Christmas. Mm-hmm. There you oh, go. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. I mean, even if you, you know, even if you have a ton of fountain pens, like you do still need some non-fountain pens in your collection, right? So this is a good one. Yeah. I think this is a very good utilitarian pen. I use it to write on an uh, electrical name place sometimes when they, when it's too faded i had to make a copy or make a photo take a photo of it i just write it over it and surprisingly the ink still works when it's when it's writing on a painted metal surface <laughs> um hey um this is basically my go-to pen whenever i write on something some surface i'm not sure i mean you'll probably smear off afterwards but as long as i can make a marking on it temporarily it's fine but I mean, in terms of pen technology too, like fountain pens work based on um, capillary action, right? This one's based off of pressure, right? It's pr- it's pressurized ink with like nitrogen inside or something, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's basically the opposite of a fountain pen. Yeah. really. <laughs> this one requires a good amount of pressure to write, but at the same time, it writes anywhere, upside mm-hmm. down, left and right, doesn't matter. So it, it's like the opposite spectrum of fountain pen. So yeah. if you want to use it to cover all usages yeah uh, we'll just get one feature space pen will probably cover most things yep. and you don't have to get the brass one you can get a, a, a the non-brass one too and those are yeah, and that's yeah. a great travel pen too whenever travel is available like those are great to take on a board an airplane all right collins what's your next one so i guess i had them placed in order but i'm gonna just swap it with the other one which is um get ink if you have a friend or someone who likes fountain pens or likes pens in general and they have a fountain pen already, get them ink. Like, Frank, I've gotten you ink a couple times. Yes, but that's because I I keep mentioning certain inks so you know what you get from <laughs> But, okay, no. even if I didn't, I can, I'm pretty sure I can find you some ink that would be interesting to you. Yes, I'm just not too sure ink is like a... Uh short bet kind of thing because like i, I think ink is uh, ink preference is very personal but unless you get something like something unique that's universally loved i guess and yeah yeah i mean it it, it yeah, really depends it right like work. if you if you know someone who likes blue 
and you know someone who likes whatever different color, right? You don't necessarily have to give them like a full bottle of ink. There's um, Pilot Orochizuku always has like these um, gift sets with these really nice looking bottles and sets of threes. Those are really nice. Um, Goulet You're not pens. pushing the uh, $60 territory, right? 60 $80 for that set? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, hey, it would work. Like maybe you have maybe like your significant other likes pens and that would be a good one. Or just get a set of Goulet's um sampler inks, right? That could work. Oh right. I mean a sampler doesn't look as fancy, but hey, you know Ink is ink. <laughs> yeah, right? And but ink lasts a long out. time. So uh, like like I know that like I've wanted to get an ink sampler just because I have a bunch of things I want to try, but like I don't really want to invest in the full bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like a uh, ink, uh, the uh, simpler storage. I mean, okay, I currently use shotgun shell case for my ink storage. Shot? You use an actual the, shotgun shell case? Yes, you can. I mean, they're cheap and they are standardized size, so they can. They're easily stackable. So I use shotgun shell case to store my ink samples. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah um, they're not fancy but i mean like i said like if you if you know someone that buys ink simpler cage maybe uh get a, one of those nice display nice uh lab usage ones mm -hmm. that i uh, can nice display all the ink samples that's another thing to get i guess yeah yes and uh how about well, you um in terms of ink or uh, sampler, or, what do you mean? Or like in terms of your next uh, uh, gift under 50. I think I kind of steal this one from you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've seen all the document. Yeah, yeah. The Franklin Christoph 7 pen roll. Honestly, I think that is, is the leather one pushes over 50. But actually, I think I like the cloth one much better. Mm -hmm. especially the tuxedo cloth one like it is just the cloth is so smooth and uh, in terms of protection it's really thick so it's it's pretty bump proof and then it is the pocket is really deep mm -hmm. and it's really wide so it's good for most pens i think just a, it's a good pen roll in general yeah totally and 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 honestly if you're in the market it, like if you know someone who's really into fountain pens like just going to the franklin christoph website is 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 enough research for you to be able to find something yeah so i mean they have like the separate uh pen case as well but of course also a little bit more uh luxury usage and the cost oh, yeah. a little more yeah so i mean i think the this the pen roll is a pretty good investment and pretty gift that you know the person who was gifted who's being gifted well use it consistently for a uh, for the foreseeable future yeah I definitely agree with that all right what's your next stop what's your next pick so i have another kind of more traditional one and it's also because i have gifted these to people all my reconditions just like oh i've gifted them to people too um it's the uh pilot metropolitan Another very uh, traditional gift gifting pen, um, and I think there is a. I think the My Pilot Metropolitan hits a different itch than the Lamy Safari does, right? Because most people's concept of a fountain pen does not look like the Lamy Safari. It looks m more like your typical cigar-shaped pen, where the nib kind of flares out a little bit, 
more like the pilot pilot metropolitan it's kind of like if you took a mont block but made it cheaper you want you but you still want that look and that's what the pilot metro hits and the pilot right. metro is only like ten dollars i think it costs a little bit more than that now oh yeah, yeah. i raised their price recently uh like maybe like middle of a year or something like that let me see let's see oh okay 18 yeah, I think they raised their price. I mean, dude, the the price they used to have is pretty crazy for a pen. Oh yeah, definitely. For a fountain pen. I mean, even eighteen, twenty dollars, I think it's still a really good buy. But they are certainly the more traditional cigar shape. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, they're definitely more traditional shape or how you imagine the fountain pen would look like. Yeah. I mean, partially probably because how widespread they are and the, how how many people actually uses them. That's probably another reason. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, they are a really good. They are a really good safe pick for gifting because the pilots and nib quality controls are fairly good. Really high, yeah. Yeah, really high, and so you probably would not going to run into any issues with them. I mean, knock on wood, chances are you won't <laughs> run into issues. Of course, there's like the oddballs out of the uh, batch, but most of the time, a a uh, metropolitan wall suits your uh, purpose of gifting someone. And they come in different colors, too. Yeah. Although, I would imagine that the most common one people get is just the plain black. Just because, again, if anyone thinks of a fountain pen, they're thinking of a black cigar-shaped pen. Right. But I think they're, I think I give my mom, like a, my mom a white tiger strip one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm looking so through the, all the options right now. I remember gifting a friend a, the silver one just because he liked the silver. I didn't realize uh, that the pen that the Pilot Metro now comes in a stub nib, which is interesting. Oh, it comes with a stub nib now. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, the Goulet website right now, and if you click on the plain black option, nib size comes in fine, medium, and 1.0 stub. Oh. Okay. Which is really cool. Does it still come with the uh does it still come with a COM twenty or is it come just with a cartridge now? I would imagine it still comes with the the, the converter, the the squeeze converter. Yeah, I mean it's not honestly I think that's it's not pretty. <laughs> but it's pretty useful. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I really like you, that converter. Yeah, like if you want to wash your pen, that's actually pretty easy to use. Yeah. Yep, by the Metropolitan. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what's funny? I think the Pilot, yeah. out of all the base or like the common pens that most people would have, I've actually never owned the Pilot Metro. You mean you don't actively have one in your stash? Or... I've never owned one. Oh, but you gifted one. Yes, I've gifted the one because I know how good it is. And I, I've, I've used it a couple times like from other people and stuff, but I've personally never owned one. Ah, okay. Well, I mean, ethnically, I don't own one as well. I just have, <laughs> I just have another one lying around the house. That's also my mom's. So um, That's, yeah. Um. All right. What is my next one? Gifting ideas. Oh, the uh, GLP Tomoe Paper Notebook. Oh. This one is a uh, hardcover notebook. That uses Tomoe paper. Mm-hmm. It is the uh, smaller ones, and that's only like 192 pages. But at the same time, like I find 
unless you really need the large size, I find the smaller pages is a little bit more manageable. And they also comes in all different type. They, they come in line, dot, and grid. So you can switch your fancy, pick the type of uh, line variation that you want. Yeah, it's not that, it's not that expensive either. And it's Tomoe paper. That's nice. I think there's some complaint that they may be switching to the new Tomoe paper. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't shing as much and mm -hmm. a, little, a little bit rougher. I'm going to have to add but this overall, to my... Uh... Yeah. This, I mean, twenty-seven dollars for a uh, for a hardcover notebook, or like a uh, maybe a, just like a pleather cover notebook. Yeah, it's not bad, honestly. Yeah. All right. I mean, I mean, I might be in the market of for some notebooks eventually because I'm kind of finishing up on my uh, hippo noto, so um, I'm, that looks like a good option. All right, what would you recommend next? So it, kind of to piggyback off of your recommendation of the Tomoe notepaper, a Tomoe paper notebook, I'm going to recommend the Rhodia notebook. Um, it's, it doesn't sheen as well as Tomoe paper, but I think the Rhodia paper just is really nice and consistent to write on. It, it's more of an everyday paper notebook, in my opinion. Um, it's also cheaper too. It's yours. The, the Tomoe paper is 27 <laughs> and it seems like the Rhodia right now you can get it for about 18, which is not bad. How many pages though? 80? Ah, see the Tomoe is 192 pages. Ah, uh, okay. Well, you doubled that. So I guess maybe that's <laughs> worth it. Yeah. Well, the thing is the Tomoe, the, the Rhodia is 90. I think that one you're thinking probably 80 GSM because I think Rhodia doesn't typically produce 90 anymore. Hmm. I think after uh, Clearfontaine bought Rhodia, they don't really make 90 GSM for Rhodia and uh, it's maxed at 80. But yeah, it's, it's definitely the higher GSM count that makes it less, less, less pages. Yeah, but at the same time, hey, look, some people um, like if the people you're buying for is interest is interested in the stationery, but not that interested in fountain pens. A lot of them like kind of equals the uh, thickness of the paper as quality. So I mean, in general, Rodia notebook it's might be a better pick than the Tomoe paper because when you use a 52 GSM paper for Tomoe, the, the, the paper is really thin and kind of flimsy. They don't, when they don't know why it is, they don't know the value of a paper. Right. And, and so I guess it's also like, I don't want people to buy moleskin notebooks. Please don't buy moleskin <laughs> notebooks. They're... Aesthetically, that that's why like the Rhodia makes such a good recommendation choice because it looks similar to the um, the moleskins, right? Like the they're really nice leather right. bound. They're the really leather hot. outside. Yeah, like, yeah. Really looks professional and yeah, it, it's soft to the touch. It's a big brand company. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know if Rhodia is that big brand, but it's not as big as moleskin. I'm not totally sure just because i see moleskin everywhere but like the paper quality is years years ahead of moleskin it is like every time i write on moleskin it just feathers like crazy i can't deal with it yeah it does feather like crazy that's my major complaint about moleskin like even the gel pen sometimes feather on it <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So, um 
yeah, yeah. I would definitely definitely give Ting uh Rodia more than Moleskin. That is where that is uh uh, I'm not even sure it's a recommendation. I, I no, would say, I would uh, I would highly discourage getting moleskin. Yes. Highly discourage. <laughs> not even recommending over it. It's just I I if you know about notebook, just please don't give moleskins. I'm I, I mean don't be a dick and say, Oh, it's moleskin, I don't want it anymore. It's not <laughs> to you. But... Please please accept all gifts graciously. Yes, but as in time don't give out moleskins. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Um All right, how about yours? All right. My and uh I can go off the off the book again actually. And uh I'm going to go with Oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. I let me continue this topic. Uh I'll I'll bring it up later. My next one is actually the stapleless stapler. The stapleless stapler. I have it I have I'm looking at it right now. Uh-huh. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, it looks really uh, cool. I mean, the first time I seen I always heard of how of why it is for a while. I know the concept. I never seen anyone used. I was sorry, I was putting outside the notebook. Um I never seeing someone use it in a practical sense until I went to the uh, Japanese uh, e like a flavor tea shop called Upisha. I think they closed down all the USA shop now, which is kind of sad, but okay. um, cashier uses the, uh, they have a tiny stapler stapler on their end and they use that to staple all their receipt together. Oh, like, you know, like some stores when they when they give you receipt, they had to staple like two, three, four, five, like two receipt or sometimes three pieces of receipt together and give it to you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they just use that, and you don't. First of all, um, less waste. You, you don't have to use a piece of metal for every single receipt, <laughs> every single receipt. Right. You don't have to refill, so it cuts out time. It cuts out time management and the amount of stuff you have to buy on supplies. Mm-hmm. And honestly, unless you plan to hold something together permanently, or like if you need to use this file, the paper for like presentation, but I mean, at that point, you're probably going to be putting a three ring binder instead of putting a freaking staples on it. The paper, they, they basically, they cut the paper and then they fold it in into itself they cut two slits and then they kind of just fold it in into its own slit so the strength of the stable depends on your paper how tight your paper is but at the same time you don't have to always you don't have to supply stables and it it does a decent job put it together how basically. many papers can you have stapled like like what's the the good number of papers that could staple together it depends on the uh, model that you bought. The typical model, I believe, is uh, the small one is up to six sheets. Oh, okay. The um, the one that I showed you in the link right now, I think you can go up to eight. Oh, okay. Jeez. Yeah, oh, ten, actually. Yeah, that's way more than I would think. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, like, I, like, I just need, like, three sheets at most. Because now that you're showing this to me, I'm like, oh, that, that, I, I totally need this in my life. Yeah, 
and uh, I have a large one. I have like a giant. Of course, I I, I went <laughs> I went for broke when I when I see this. Okay. Back then, I also bought it because I was pissed off the fact that someone. Some specific a、uh, specific person at my work <laughs> keep taking my stapler. Oh, okay. It's break, and he just takes mine. Okay. And at the same time, our stapler at work is not that great in the first place, so it tends to break pretty fast.、Mm-hmm. Um, I was to the point that you know what, I'm gonna buy something completely unique. So that guy cannot pretend that he doesn't know he grabbed the wrong one anymore. <laughs> Winfrey broke. I bought the heavy duty giant version of this one. Right. And that thing can do twelve pages. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and and is that like electric or something? Like no, it is. It is just a big leverage. Oh wow. Okay. It is. Okay, it's dimension time. I think that thing is probably like. And ten centimeter by ten centimeter, and it's like twelve to maybe twelve centimeter tall when it's unpacked. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it is like a dish. It is a stationary stuff on your table. Okay, and, and so press down. Did it work? Did he stop taking your stapler? Oh yeah, because no one's gonna buy it. I mean, our secretary's not gonna buy that thing. Right, <laughs> it's so weird. No one's gonna and.、Uh, The instant you take it, everyone knew who it is. Yeah, and honestly, like for me, like I, I mean, we have a stapler at home, but like I don't really need to staple stuff. I just need to like、uh, collect papers together and associate them together, right? And so I just fold the corner, but it doesn't stick together when you do that. So this is much. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I approve. Very much approve. Yeah. I approve so much. A... I might get one myself. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a really good, easy, really good thing to buy if you are in the、uh, needs to just sort something, but without permanently stapling together.、Mm-hmm. Without not permanently, it, it it will stay permanently together if you don't abuse it. It just it just not that strong of a hold. It, it's like a it's like a light association of the papers together, right? It's not gonna you, you're not gonna、yeah. like file this away and like give it to someone and expect it to hold together. But like just if you just at home and you just need to. Like you have a couple sheets that go together, this is great. Yeah, this is great. And if you, especially though for this one, if you need it for to put, if you have some private information that you need to put it to a shredder, it just goes straight into the shredder without、oh, yeah. having to worry about staples. That is very true. You don't have to worry about the metal getting stuck in the um the machine. Yep. Very cool, and it's it's it's、uh, environmental, right? Because you don't have to worry about the、yeah. you know. This consumable metal. Using metals, yeah, it's it's that thing will last you. Unless you use some really really rough and hard paper, I don't see it breaking down. Have you had problems with、so, jamming at all? No. Um. The only time I jam is when I try to staple twenty pieces of paper together. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was trying to push it. I、You'll... think I reached sixteen. <laughs> as as with everything like this, where you're. You can push paper like paper shredders and like these kinds of things. It's human, like to all to push the limit, right? How yeah, many? Yeah, I, I think there. I think there is a curiosity among all of us who's trying to figure out like how, how many papers. Okay, this? this can take eight. I'm gonna try to put in ten <laughs> sheets of paper into the. Oh no, it jammed. All right, well I know it's not ten then. 
Yeah, and I think that's the only time he ever jammed on me. <laughs> otherwise, that that thing still works perfectly. Okay. So. Sounds good. All right, next one for you. So I don't really have a next one. It was kind of hard for me to think of another one. I had, um, instead of just the Rodeo notebook, I also wanted to recommend the, because uh, I like that notebook a lot, the Midori notebooks. They're like $10. Um, yeah. And it's just because of how how I love like the paper quality, but the the there's no real cover to it it's kind of like a loose bound paper so if they're a person who already has a notebook cover that's a really good way to gift them additional sheets to put into their notebook cover are you talking about their traveler style notebook the uh 50 page like the little thread bounded ones that's only like 50 pages no 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 that kind or no um i just linked you um what i'm talking about it's it's about 100 pages of the midori uh kind of the a5 sheets uh notebook without cover oh wow okay so yeah this oh this one yeah. i think they this one is meant to be put into uh their own cover but i mean it fits it could fit in any yeah, one of those notebook things. It could things. fit in anything, of course. I mean, they their their own paper cover or clear plastic cover for this is like five bucks. Yeah, but oh. I mean, in J- in Japan or like if you go to any um uh like place that sells stationary stuff, they'll always have notebook covers that'll yeah. fit this. Yeah, they also have. I think this one actually has a hard uh like a um uh not hard paper like a uh thicker paper cover for it too. Yeah which kind of fits into the overall aesthetics as well. So Yeah. But I like it because it's cheap, right? It's it's like $9 and you can get it in like lined uh uh a, like a, a a grid or blank sheet. Yeah, no row line, $9 and just complete blank. Oh, actually I could probably buy my mom one. She was mm. You know, what? I'll save this in the cart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really cheap and it's like, it's really usable, right? Like, you know, yeah, I, I, I've, I've had to buy a couple of these already because I go through them. Yeah. And you can just label whatever the front of the, the stuff you want, you're going to write about. I mean, the the front cover is writable, right? It's not covering yeah. anything else. It looks, yeah. So pretty much an easy way to organize your stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And like we stated before, I think Midori paper is one of the most versatile paper for fountain pens to use yeah in my opinion yeah that's definitely a good choice so uh oh i forgot to cover it um similar to the glp tomoe paper there is of course the ah no that's uh, something that we can go over later on. Let's go <laughs> over the uh, fifty dollar notebook first. The the hundred and fifty dollar, oh, hundred fifty dollar category. Okay, I don't and have the, much I here, think... but okay, yeah. I mean, one hundred fifty is. I think we're one hundred fifty dollar. You're at a point of things become very personalized. Right. Yeah. If you're buying someone a hundred fifty dollar gift, you you you're probably buying it for a significant other or you're buying it for um maybe someone's 
wedding or uh maybe like a par- <laughs> like a parents like a parents like anniversary or something like, like that it's like very to the kids yeah or like yeah yeah like you were from the i got the from kind of to ask you too mm-hmm. so um but for my recommendation i think uh i this is technically not under not not over a hundred dollars if you want to just buy the notebook but i felt that for most people the entire package will definitely be over 50 but probably under 150 unless you went for their fancy cover which like is me. the uh, hibonacci techno <laughs> like me yes <laughs> yes or the limited edition ones yep other than that like yeah, if you buy their notebook and the uh, permanent cover version, they they can easily punch us over fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. That's why I put in the one hundred fifty dollar page because I felt that uh, they are still a really good recommendation. Uh, they are a very long running company, and uh, all of their stuff really well made. And, oh yeah, uh, definitely. Like their 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 stuff is quality. Yeah, yeah. I was okay. I was definitely considered buying my sister a uh, the leather. The orange leather cover for the weekly one mm-hmm. until I did the conversion and realized the price tag. Yep, you got to do the <laughs> conversion correctly. You can't do it in your brain like I did. Like, you, you... <laughs> yeah. It's 250 for the, for the bright orange cover. Oh, oh my God, man. Oh, geez. it's out of stock now. Did no, you... no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not 250 350 Oh, my goodness. Wait, three hundred and fifty for the the notebook. For the cover. For the cover. Holy! Now, now tell me, did you think it was initially like twenty three? Um, I actually thought it was thirty five. See, like it just it <laughs> screws with your brain because you don't expect it to be this expensive. No, because it is such a bright orange. I'll be completely honest, I'll be completely honest with you. I thought it is pleather because it is so bright orange right and i i'm looking at it right now like it's like from any other company you would expect that to be like a like a pleather like cheap you find it at a a kinokuniya store and like it's like 20 bucks right but yeah okay it's real leather and it's 350 (laughs) dollars yes this is real leather somehow they die to like bright neon green not neon orange i have no idea how they did it all right but yes Jeez. <laughs> oh man i saw the price tags oh never mind if you really want to gift this to, to someone <laughs> oh yes i'm yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Jeez. It's, yeah it's the oh, only one man. i see. oh wait no i see some other ones that are like so one i'm looking at right now is 38 thousand yen which is insane i mean we're not saying that it's not good oh no it's just no. They, they are definitely spending oh well i mean it depends what you want right like because there are other ones here i think there is like a a, a like a lemon colored one that's like yeah 35 dollars uh, no. canvas versions and cloth 35 dollars yeah that's much cheaper so, and uh, when you combine that with the notebook itself, I think most of the time it r- runs up to maybe like $70, $80 and the plus shipping to here. Yeah, the shipping is real. You're looking about a $100 area. Yeah, you're looking about something like about a $100 area, I would say. So definitely below $150. Yep. But 
above 50. And their uh, cover changes every year. So if, if nothing that you like this year, maybe next year. I mean, I, I mean, I already have one. I'm not going to get another one, but there are some of these that look pretty nice. Oh, wow. They have a... Uh, hmm. That's ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just looking over everything. Again. Window, window browsing. Window browsing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I missed one. And that's okay. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I think uh, Hibonochi Brothers uh, Techno is a pretty good uh, solid recommendation, but you are going to spend some time choosing which one to give. Yeah. All right, Collins, what's yours? Okay, so I, I've, I've decided to expand upon one that I thought of for the old list into this one, because if you do know someone, like if your significant other really likes pens, ink sets would really work in this one because ink set prices can go really, really high. Oh, um, you mean like the uh, the Disney set that I tried to try to get? Yeah. <laughs> or you, oh, I still don't understand why I don't want to ship it here, but uh, it's okay. There's also like other ones. There's I remember there being like a Sailor Moon one with like fountain pen inks. Yes, that was the, uh, that was actually a Sailor limited edition I think. Uh, it comes with the uh the uh the end of a pen is like the the changing wand thing i can't remember <laughs> the name anymore but yeah they have that set too like a ink and pen set but they are way over 150 dollars right that set. right but again like i feel like when you're when you're pushing into the 150 dollars range like you're also getting into like um like you should know who you're buying this for and you know it should mean something. So if they oh. like ink and maybe they like Sailor Moon, you know, it'll work. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. Well, for me, uh, I think my next recommendation is, I think it is actually a very common next level pen for some people. Mm -hmm. And we brought it up quite a bit of times on the show as well. It is the uh, Pilot Vanishing Point. Yep. It's a great pen. Yeah, I think it is a very versatile pen um, for fountain pen users. Like you don't have to always cap it on cap it, so you can use it on a very day-to-day -day basis. And uh, I think some people have an issue with it drying out when the uh, pen is a little bit too old. Yeah. I, I wonder if you can send it in for uh, servicing for pilots. I'm pretty sure given pilots... A record and reputation they will probably fix it for you at a cost or even free if you just send it in so i mean i don't think those is long-term issues going to be any issue yeah i haven't had any drying issues when i ha had my uh, my uh pilot vanishing point inked up but i guess everyone's mileage varies oh yeah overall i think that vanishing point is a really good uh gift on the i this kind of cheats a little bit because this hovers around $150. It's just there. It's right there. Like the different color will probably push you to 160 180 but like a cheaper version, like the matte black runs at 130 most of the time. So it is hovering about that point. But I think Vanishing Point is a very good uh, gift to somebody that you know is in fountain pen, yeah. but uh, haven't had this pen yet. Yeah, and actually I have an update. I'm not or at least I don't remember giving this update. So, I went 
I did. I used my pilot at vanishing point through two ink changes. So um, I at one point I was using it with a um, the 1.0 stub, and then I went to the um, fine that I have. Mm-hmm. I do not recommend the 1.0 stub with the pilot vanishing point. Um, specifically not- because it's a 1.0 stub that's a gold nib. Um, for whatever reason, I feel like the the 1.0 for the pilot vanishing point it 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 doesn't um it doesn't write very well. It catches on the paper and, and it doesn't like rip the paper, but it it doesn't flow very well. It kind of like tries to always want to write in one direction, whereas the uh, the other nibs for the pilot vanishing point write really well and smooth. So. I, I, they made the uh, stuff too sharp. No, it's not sharp. I feel like it, it, the tines are too flexible, so it doesn't allow the pen to write downwards very well. It's almost like it has its own desire to move in an like a in one direction. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I can't. I, I, I can't. I can't really into. describe it other than like I don't enjoy the writing experience with it. But if you get like a <laughs> okay. fine or medium with it, it'll be great. It's fine. If you don't mind losing the nib, you can give it to me. I'll, <laughs> I'll play around with it. See if I can fix it. That's, that's your call. That's that's a possibility only because given how it writes now, I'm probably never going to use it again. So, I mean. Yeah, like I say, it's your call. Yeah. But, uh, and the offer is up there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. Pilot Venetian Point. Um. Do not use dry ink on it. Oh yeah, definitely not. Yeah, because I put your um, uh, what's that paint called? The Tokyo uh, Kiro Euro ink. Yeah, it did not write. Not just it did not write; it did not even try to start. <laughs> so I, I I I could do everything in my power trying to trying to coax the ink onto the paper. Only way I can get it to start flowing is either to dip it in water or lick the pen. Oh wow! Just for some context, we're talking about the the Kyoto tag inks, the Kyoiro inks. Um, it's from like a, they're made in like an old ancient style of ink creation back in Kyoto. Yeah, and so I have it right with me. It's called the uh, Kyono Kyono Oto. Kyo Kyono Oto. Uh, the yeah. Nureba Iro, the black one that sheens silver. Black one. Now they're yeah. beautiful inks. When you can, if you use them in a in like a wetter pen, and that you can get them on paper, they sheen really well. Like they look really great, but they are drier than most other inks. They're super dry. Yeah, I try the most. They're super dry. There've been a couple of times where like I pick up the pen and I start using it. It's like, wait, I ran out of ink already, and I look and it's like, oh no, it's full. What the hell? So, yeah. That's why. Yeah, so um, I wonder if a flowing hands are a fixer or not. Eh, we'll see. Yeah. All right. What is your next recommendation? I'm going to sound like a Lammy shill because um, I'm not sure if I've said this before, but I really, really like Lammy. It's one of my favorite pen companies. And so because of that, I'm going to recommend the Lammy 2000, another classic pen recommendation. All right. Um, if you, you know, if say you're a father 
and your son or daughter is graduating like and you want to give them a really good pen for their future like a Lamy 2000 is like a statement piece it's beautiful it's a workhorse pen and it writes beautifully and it's it, it a, yeah yeah it's a really timeless interesting design right i, I i'm talking about the default one not the some of your limited ones yeah yeah the the default um where the I, I the outside the the pen is made of macrolon some black polycarbonate material it i personally think that also looks really cool i just never offered the money for it <laughs> but it's a 200 yeah, pen think, yeah so i honestly i think that's probably one of a better pen to buy for uh, in this price set too yeah and i think a lot of the uh for a lot of people that's also the grail pen mm -hmm. like it's 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 a pen that if you chose to use it that way it could be your only pen yeah i would say so given the lami's uh, warranty quality controls and the fact that uh yeah, the, the 2000 is, it has a very unique look to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it doesn't look out of place anywhere, really. In, in a professional setting, it looks great. Normal settings, it's fine. It, it works everywhere, so. It has that very uh, modern yet timeless look to it. Yeah, I, I think that was a really good recommendation. Um... My next one, you, you're going to have to help me with the pronunciation, man. I have no idea how to pronounce this. I am... I'm... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to give it a shot because I, I, it's... Oh, is it scon sign? Maybe. I, I was like, wait a minute. I'm, okay, it's spelled S-C-H-O-N-D sgn and the sgn probably means sign so the first half of that w word probably means sconed scon sign i don't know i'm not I, i'm not i'm not i don't know yeah i i that's why i didn't even try i have <laughs> no idea oh there we go i think so their company is called uh s c o n space e s g n OLG, so scon design maybe. Scon scon design. Okay, well, okay, that works. Oh, yeah, so, so I I meshed the wrong part of the word together. So it's scon design, not sconed sign. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see how. Yeah, I think scon design. There we go. So yeah, I think they showed up at some of the pen shows when they are trying when they're new. Mm -hmm. And uh, these are like the. Uh, the pen that you had to put together, in a sense, and the the cap act as part of your pen, mm -hmm. and then you just uncap it, and then you had to thread it back to make the pen longer to write it. But overall, I think this is a pretty good uh, traveling pen that you want to take with you. So this is kind of like and... the expensive version of the space pen, almost. Yes, I would say so. This is the uh, higher cost, higher spending version of the uh, space pen. But mm -hmm. you can use a fountain pen with this. So for people that must carry a fountain pen everywhere <laughs> with you and uh, doesn't want to use a vanishing point because uh, maybe some people complain that 
oh, that's one issue with the finishing point too. If the film, if the ink is too wet, it may overflow and uh, cover your uh, the chamber and actually leak out a little bit. When the ink is way too wet. And that most of the time is not because the fountain pen maker made it too wet. It's because you accidentally make your own ink too wet when you try to improve the flow. Mm. And when that happens, ink will flow out of the finishing point. So be careful with that. Yeah. But no, this one is, uh, yeah, they have some special design. They are like the opposite of a Lamy with a traditional pen. They're very... It's a very industrial looking. I would say they're kind of a hipster look. Like yeah. I would totally see this in like um oh uh, um what's what's that one company Shinola? It, it has like a Shinola looking design to it. It has like a um it, it almost reminds me of the other company that it, a tactile turn. It has a little bit of that aesthetic yeah, to it. Company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's one comment I didn't cover, but I they his their pen kind of uh it's more like a uh a fidget rollerballs, yeah, and a fidgeting pen as well. So I didn't really cover that, but for this one, I think if you want to have a pen that's a fountain pen to go with you everywhere, and you still want the really small form size, this is a pretty good choice. I mean, it looks and great. Plus, they use jewel nib. They use Bach nib. I'm sorry. They use Bach nib. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to, if you want different uh, nib width, go at it. Which, by the way, just the off topic, I've really, I, I, my favorite stub nib right now is the Bach 1.1. It's so smooth. Is that the um, hipped version, or is that the uh, middle version? It's the it's it's just a steel nib. It's a steel nib. It's okay. just a steel nib. It's just a it's just a generic Bach one point one steel nib. But I love it. It's so good. Interesting. But okay. Yeah. So yeah. Wait, like out of all the tipped ones, you actually like the uh, the steel the pure steel version more. Oh no, by far. Like steel steel stub nibs are better than any of the other ones, in my opinion. Interesting. Because okay. it, it's rigid enough to hold its shape and 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 providing flow but i feel like the the bach 1.1 stub has a really good like it's really um it's really flowy i don't know how to describe it it's really um like in terms of a the ink flow yeah in terms of the uh, writing for ink flow and 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 the smoothness of the of the of the stub itself the writing well i mean because it's uh if it's middle so i mean it, it will wear down faster than the tipped version so mm-hmm. maybe that after you use it for a while it just wears exactly to how you use a pen maybe Good for you i yeah. mean but it's bad for anyone else that has a <laughs> pen, but hey yeah if, if it's your personal pen doesn't matter yeah but going back to um uh scon design like some of these some of these like uh, uh um designs i'm like i would totally like one of these like one the ones where, where like there's um <laughs> It's kind of like a stone outside look. It looks great. The uh, faceted brass copper one? Faceted brass? Mean? Yeah, faceted brass. Faceted brass. Yeah, it looks great. I mean, yeah, I mean, I talked to the guy. He seems, he seems pretty good and pretty nice when I was talking to him in person in the pen show. So, I mean, he is pretty new in the space, I believe. So, if you want to buy one, give him support, go ahead. 
Yeah, the polished brass ones are 150. The faceted ones are 250. Jeez. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks great. It's machined, probably, mm-hmm. and that's why it costs more. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Overall, I I I like their design, and the the usefulness overall. So, I will give it a go. Yeah. All right, I think that is the end of my list. How about yours? Yeah, that's at least for gifting. In terms of gifting, it's it's hard to recommend anything in this price point other than like, like like for me, the only thing on my list would have been the Lamy two thousand because it's like that's like if you don't know what to get in this price point, like that, I think that's a really good recommendation. But other than that, it's like you really need to know the person that you're buying it for, and in that in that case, it could be anything. Um, maybe you get them a $400 month block or something, right? It, it just depends um, on, yeah. on who they are, who you are, and how much you're willing to spend. Yeah, it makes, I mean, that's fair. So, all right. So, I guess we are going to move on to our final topic, which is what, at least, what are you currently looking for for a uh, visionary wise for 2020? What do you plan to get? So I'm going to be really boring um, on this list. Well, actually, that's not true. That's not true. Um, I, I was initially going to be really boring. But now I'm going to say that I want that staple, the stapler. That is amazing. I want, I, I'm totally going to get that, probably. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, is uh, I need to get a uh, Tomoe uh, notebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it can be between Taroko, Seven Seas, and I think those are the two ones I know. I know for sure I'm going to pick up the uh, Seven Seas um, Tomoe paper notepad because, well, I didn't, I don't know anyone that actually makes the Tomoe paper notepad, a paper pad before. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's more common now, but I, I didn't remember anyone makes those, so I want to pick those up. Yeah, I mean, ever Otherwise, since Tomoe paper became much more common, you see it every a lot in a lot more places now. Yeah, and a lot more people offer it, but that's something I want to get. I think the main thing for next year is, uh, oh, I forgot, I want to get a. Uh, I think County Commonwealth Places has a titanium ruler. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 the same thing as a steel ruler, but it doesn't rust. <laughs> And uh, all the uh, measurement is uh, is carved or stamped, so it does. You don't lose the uh, measurement, unlike the uh, other painted over rulers. Ooh, it will last a long time. So yeah, I think that's why I want to get from Counting Com before end of the year. And uh, the next thing I'm probably gonna look into is a uh, scissor. It, it, like. It's it's weird that I suddenly want the scissor, but I mean this entire year I've been battling with a really crappy three dollar scissor that uh that we bought from Office Depot, Office Max. That it doesn't even okay. Let me explain how bad it is. I always complain about it. I think people in my office get sick of me complaining about it. Mm-hmm. I can take my scissor and I try to cut a bag of like Japanese potato chip. Mm-hmm. And a scissor will just slice through it and it doesn't cut anything. <laughs> so it, it 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 like bends it, but it doesn't actually cut the the bag. Correct. Yeah, it just bends it. It doesn't cut shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but harsh it words. It is a very it 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 is a very 
that moment when he realized that it doesn't even cut a bag of chips. So wait, wait, Frank. We were in Portland together, like uh, a little over a year ago. I thought we bought like good stationary scissors together. Not like not like as like a weird thing. Like we just found really good scissors there. I didn't buy that one because I didn't have the color that I want. Oh, and at the okay. end of the day, yeah, I did not get it because I kind of forgot about it. Dude, I love that scissor. It is so oh. good. I, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I I don't have it with me right now. It's it, so it, it the that scissor like it. I don't know how to describe it, but it looks like a standard black scissor, all metal. The 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 finger holes have are slightly rubberized. Um, but when you open and close the scissor, it's like smooth butter, and it cuts paper like nothing. However, we've since I don't actually cut paper all that often, and because of COVID nineteen, we've been inside, and I haven't gone to a barber. I actually use that for hair cutting now. Your own hair? Yeah, but it's <laughs> okay. great at cutting hair because it is such a good scissor. Okay. Ah. Uh. I mean, yeah. It, just when you when you can find the packaging, let me know what brand it is. I need to look it up again. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll send it to you, and maybe um, when I send it to you, you can post it up in the show notes so that other people can can um, get the scissor because it is excellent. Okay. Yeah, I will definitely need to look for a new scissor for the for for this year because I'm not sure how long I can keep my sanity using the same scissor. I feel like work. I've heard you complain about that work scissor too, but that was like two years ago, so you haven't done anything about it since then. That was two years ago that I complained about it. I went to Portland. I wanted to pick up that scissor, but I didn't have the color that I wanted. <laughs> and after that, I forget about it again because after that, I just used my knife to open a bag of chips. I see. You've upgraded to one blade. Okay. Yes, but the problem is using a uh, using a knife. You don't have much control when opening chips. Sure. Sometimes the chip is too large. The open is too large. It just spill everywhere. <laughs> in, you know, like if you just need some basic scissors, they're also like a dollar, right? Well, that well, that's the issue. The dollar ones are one that cuts. That's not true. That's not true. You you have a terrible okay. work scissor. Like if you went to like Staples <laughs> and bought yourself a just a generic pair of scissors, it is I'm, from Staples. <laughs> Office Depot. It, what I'm saying is that like that is one bad scissor. I'm sure you can find another one that will work fine. No, it is just that brand overall. I don't know what the hell it is. I tried different. I thought mine just getting old, so I got a brand new one from the drawer, and it's still the same shit. I don't know. Maybe you're using scissors wrong. I don't know, man. Like that's that's weird. <laughs> or maybe just a Japanese uh the 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 potato chip is has a really slippery cover. Maybe. Right. It's that's also possible. Well, with that being said, anything else that you may you're planning to get next year? So, uh, so I initially had a pre-order for that um, that sailor pen we talked about a couple shows ago, um, yeah. and I'm not sure if I told you, but I missed it. I just I I yeah, I, you I, did. I put in the the email notification and they didn't notify me, and then they all sold out. I'm like, well, all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so are you gonna look for something similar or you're just gonna so no watch out and, uh... as I, I think i've told you uh, outside of the show but because i'm going to be moving into a new house i'm going to be saving my money so yeah okay yeah well that's fair um well for the time being i guess uh that's uh that's i guess that's what that's our 
current searches goes. Yep. At least the current our buying list. Yep. All right then. <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, you are set, right? Everything for your place, your new place. Yeah, yeah, everything's set. So once one things once things goes through, like you know. All right, that's that sounds nice. Well, I mean, at at that point, I think you can start posting pictures of your like dedicated writing space. When yeah, you're, I'll when have you're in a more permanent space. I actually have like a, my own office now, so like I can start. Um, you know, I can. I, I I'm into photography too, so I can post like pen photos and like things and stuff. It'll be great. Yep, that sounds a lot better, and that sounds very very nice. I need to look into that, but. Yeah, I think having a permanent space for your all your all your uh, stationary stuff is uh, a big improvement mm-hmm. of uh, quality of life overall. So. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for the uh, show for the time, and uh, we'll probably see you guys in uh, two weeks. Yep, sounds great. See you, man. All right, hey, see you.